Chav Zayin, Amud Beis, on the bottom line. The entirety of this Amud was basically the Mishnayis of uh, this fifth parak. The first Mishnah said, just like, just like it examines her, it checks her as it goes through, and if she's guilty, it'll cause irreparable physical harm. So too does it uh, check him. Now, who's the Oisai? That's what the Gemara asks on the bottom line. Oisai, I put in right angles. Liman, question mark. Who's the him? Who's the pronoun? Well, Elema is squiggle, underline the Elema here. And on the sixth line on Chav Chesamad Aleph, the middle of the line is a Ve'ela, and that's going to be another attempt. So if you want to say that the him is the Baal, the husband, Baal Mayovid, what did her husband do? We didn't know him to do anything. Now, if you want to try to say that, well, maybe he did do something, you know what? It means that the water will also have an effect on him, and it's the husband, that if he has an Avera, now specifically the Avera we're talking about is if on the journey that they took from uh, their hometown to Yerushalayim, he had relations with his wife, which he wasn't supposed to do. If you want to say in that case, that the water will also have an effect on him, question mark, comma, well, one second. He is If he has that avera, does the water have an effect even on her? The hatanya we have a brisa that indicates otherwise, and the brisa goes for about three and a half lines. Starts here. The pasuk says in Parsha Saita, That's the end of the quote of the pasuk. The man will be innocent from sin, and this woman will bear the responsibility of her sin. Now, you see a connection between the man and the woman. What is that Pasuk telling us? As long as the man literally is clean from sin, basically he didn't sleep with his wife on the way from their hometown to get to Yushalayim, then there's the potential of the water as it goes through will be bodek his wife, and if she's innocent, she's innocent, guilty, she'll uh, literally fall to pieces. But if the man is not, then the whole water doesn't work at all for anyone. That's the end of the snake source. You can't say that what's going on here is that just like the water is going to have an effect on her, effect on him, if the issue was, if the him, the pronoun also is the husband, well, the water ain't working for anyone. Ve'ela, we had already squiggle underlined this Ella. This is the Gemara second attempt. Maybe the pronoun, just like the water checks uh her, so to it checks him, maybe that's Leboel, the suspected paramour. Well, one second, the Mishnah has a very clear way to refer to that individual if it wants to. Lisni Kediktani Seifa. It should have called him as it did in the later part of the Mishnah. There's a one line quote Kashem Sha'asura Lebaal, just like she's forbidden in the interim to uh, have a uh, relationship, uh, a physical relationship with her husband. Kachasura Leboel. Okay, that's the end of the quote. Bottom line, how do we refer to that guy? We call him the suspected Boel. Then it should have also, in the first line of the Mishnah, called him the Boel. It didn't. It used the pronoun Oso. So who's it referring to? The Gemara concludes that it is referring to the Boel, the suspected paramour. So just like if she's guilty, the water will go through her and she'll have all those horrible physical effects, the same will happen to the paramour if he's not suspected, but if he's really a guilty uh, paramour. Why then didn't the 
first line of the Mishnah call him the Baal if later it did to keep the structural similarity of the Mishnah. Reisha, in the earlier part, the first line and a half of the Mishnah, Aidi since the Tana Osa, remember it said, just like the water checks Osa, her, Tani, it taught Oso, him. Comma, whereas in the safe in the later part of the mission, a few lines later, when it said, Aidi de Tana Baal, just like she's forbidden to have a relationship with her husband, Tana, it also taught the Boel, her husband, and the suspected paramour. Said the Mishnah, Shanamar Uba'u Uba'u. On the second line of the Mishnah, on the previous Amud, uh, we had said that how do we know that just like the water is Bodekur, it's also Bodek, the suspected paramour, because it says Uba'u Uba'u. Ibailahu. We have a question. What exactly is the Limud? How, how does it work? Is it? I uh, marked this a certain way here. Two word phrase. Ba'u. Ooh, and I double underline the vav. Is it the fact that there's a additional vav, Kamar? That's what we learn it from? Oh, or maybe, I put a phrase marking around these two words, ubo, ubo, and I wrote above it times two. Is that the thing? Is it that it says the bo word twice? In other words, is it the vav, or is it the fact that it repeats the bo word, Kamar? What's the drusha? How does it work? Well, Tashma. Let's bring a later part of the Tanaic source. Um, about a line and a half quote. And it says, Just like she is forbidden to her husband, And here we go. This is a different limud, but it says, Double underline the vav. Seems like uh, it's the vav that uh, is that which we're darshaning. The Gemara turns right around and says, One second. You know, you got the same question. When we said in the Mishnah, Nitma Venitma, is it the Nitzme'ah, and then the Aleph adds in a very important the or the Nitzme'ah, and double underline the Vav, is it in that trash also? Is it the fact there's a Vav? Kamar O, is it, two word phrase, Nitzme'ah Venitma, and I wrote above it times two, meaning the fact that the Nitzme'ah word is repeated. Is that the thing, Kamar, that was being said? So we still are not sure. Well, Tashma, we can actually, we can indeed go uh, back to the Mishnah to figure this one out, because you just have to read a line or two further. Midekatani Seva, from the fact that the later part of the Mishnah, this is basically like line uh, 6 and 7 in the uh, Mishnah in the previous Samud, we quote the whole thing, two lines, put the right angles in. Rebbe, who I underline, Aymer, Shnei Pa'amim Ha'amurim Beparsha. Rebbe, who's a different Tana than the opening Tana of the Mishnah, says the two times that it says in the in, in Parsha Sota, Ve'nitzme'ah, then it says it again, Ve'nitzme'ah, that comes to teach us Echad Le'ba'al Ve'echad Le'bo'al. One of them is to teach, it's an issue regarding the husband, one of them is to teach us an issue regarding the suspected paramour. That was Rebbe's approach. It seemingly then we can infer that the opening approach of Rebbe Akiva, Michlal Rebbe Akiva, that he's not viewing the repetition of the word, but rather the vav, vavi ka darish is what he's darshaning. And therefore, Hilkach, and this is a big therefore, we're now going to go back to the Mishnah. We'll have Rabbi Akiva, we'll have Rebbe, and we'll see if Rebbe is darshaning the number of times it says the word. Rabbi Akiva is darshaning the vavs. Here's their drushes. Hilkach, Le Rabbi Akiva, I actually boxed again Rabbi Akiva here, and three lines later, uh, second to last word on the line is Verebi, I boxed that. So we're going to go over the two Tanoim and see how they get to their drushes. Le Rebbe Akiva, if you have the word Nitzme'ah, uh, nitzma, or you have the word ba'u, uba'u, uba'u. So Rabbi Akiva used which word? Well, he we started well, the uba'u 
word. So how many ba'u words do you have? You have three of them, and each one starts with above. U, ba'u, u, ba'u, u, ba'u. One is Pasuk Chaf Beis. It says, u, ba'u, hamayim, hamarim. And that is going to teach us one thing. That in Pasuk Chaf Dalid, it says, Avihishkas Ha'isha, Esmehamarim Harim, U Ba'u Ba'amayim, again the U Ba'u word, and that's for something else. And then in Pasuk Chav Zayin, it says, Vehishka Esmehamayim, Vehaisim Nitma'a, U Ba'u, so three times U Ba'u, which leads us to Shisa, I wrote above the word Shisa, six, Kroik Sivi. Now, there's not actually six Pukim, but there's six Drushas, three Ba'us, and then each one has a Vav at the beginning, that's a total of six. What do we learn from those six? Let's list them off one through six. Number one, chad letzava di da. Number two, vechad letzava di de. Number three, chad laasia di da. And number four, chad laasia di de. Number five, chad liadia di da. And number six, vechad liadia di de. Let's go over those. Number one, the first one is there. Letzava. What's letzava? That Hakadosh Baruch who created in the universe a reality that these waters, if under the circumstances they'll be drink, that they would actually have an effect, which is almost miraculous. But that's the tzava from a pie that it'll affect her, and the tzava from a pie that'll affect him. That's one and two. Number three and four. Asiya di da and asiya di day. That is the Asiya that um, the Kohen um, lets be known um, that the Jewish people should all realize that there is a haftacha, a guarantee that this water will work. That's the way Rashi explains the Asiya, and it's both for her and for him. And finally, which almost like backwards, but chad liyadiya dida, liyadiya dida, that it actually, how it works, that the water you drink, and then first you, uh, the, if, if the, she's guilty and he's guilty, that first it'll affect the stomach, and the stomach will have all sorts of issues, and then the thighs, and the thighs will have uh, all sorts of issues. Um, that is the way Rabbi Kiva learns the uba'u, uba'u, uba'u words. Kama. Verebi. Now let's analyze Rebbe. Rebbe had used the nitzma'a, uh, nitzma'a term. Uh, that's uh, what he apparently had said. However, tlosa kroi ksivi. Uh, he has the same ubo, ubo, ubo words. He just doesn't darshan the vav. He just darshans the fact that it says uh, ba'u, ba'u, ba'u. So three drushas, three kroi ksivi. Chad litzava, chad la'asiya, chad liadiya. One for the command, one for the doing, one for the knowledge. Okay, okay. So we now know that it would affect the woman in this case. The Gemara now asks the Rebbe. I know his name. Kama Kishim Shamayim Baidkin Oisa Kach Baidkin That very important point that just like the water will affect her if she's guilty, so too it will affect him. The paramour Minole. Where would Rebbe know that from? Question mark because he only has the three. Uh, ubo words and doesn't darshan the vav. Well, nafkale midasanya. He would learn it from that, which is brought out in the following six line minus word Tanaic source. Says the Tanaic source. This is quoting Pasuk Bays in um, Parsha Sota that uh, we are told in Pasuk Bays that the drink the water, she drink the water, and it says the effect of the water will be litzvayis beten velanpil yorech. Uh, like an exploding uh, stomach and a falling to pieces thighs. Okay, now whose stomach and thighs are we talking about? 
Actually, says the Bryce, that's the bitnoi virechai shalboyel. That's the stomach and the thighs of the paramour. Really, comma atayimer bitnoi virechai shalboyel. That that's who it is. Oh, Enoella, maybe that part of the pasuk is referring to the bitnoi virechai shalniveles. Maybe it's the woman's stomach and the woman's thighs. Who says it's referring to the paramour? Well, keshu oimer when it says a few pesukim later in pasuk chav zayin uh, forward quote vetsavsa bitna. And her stomach will explode and her thighs will fall to pieces. Well, that's where it talks about her thighs and her stomach. Why then do I have to have five psukim earlier, umani mekayim, then with the phrase, litzvais bet and vilan pilierech? It's seemingly repetitive. We already know that's what will happen to her. Oh, because it's not talking about her, it's talking about bit noivirechai of the boyel, of the. Paramour. That is the end of the Tanaic source. So that's where Rebbe will know it from. Okay, well, a little ping pong here. Ve'idach. Underline Ve'idach. This would be uh, Rebbe Akiva. And actually, two lines below this, directly below it, is another Ve'idach. I underline that. That would be, we go back to Rebbe. So now we ask Ve'idach. Well, Rebbe Akiva, who did not need uh, this because he had already learned it from the extra vavs, Hahu, so Rabbi Kiva would tell you, oh, uh, that which it says, Litvais Betz and Lanpil Yerech, Demoida la Kaihain, that the, to let us know that the Kohen informs uh, the lady before she drinks, De Betten Beresha, the Hadar Yerech, that actually, if she's going to drink the water and she's really guilty and it's going to affect, it's going to affect in that order, first the stomach and then the thighs, why would you think otherwise? Shalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalalal
almost most of the way down the next Amud. A good six lines, because the next Amud is only nine lines, six lines down the next Amud. Here is the Brisa, we'll quote it, then we'll ask a few questions, and then we'll, uh, even tomorrow's year, analyze it further. So it starts the Brisa, Tan Rabbanan. Shalosh pa'amim ha'amurim be'parsha. Three times it says in Parsha Sota, im um, and then it says nitzme'ah, and then it says ve'nitzme'ah. One is Pasuk Yudalad, where it says, V'kina Yasishra V'hi Nitzma'ah. And then in Pasuk Chav Zayin, it says, V'haisa'im Nitzma'ah. And then in Pasuk Chav Tes, it says, Tachasisha V'nitzma'ah. So, Lama, why three times? Like, we know what's going on here, just say it once. Well, comes this issue the following. Echad Le'ba'al, Ve'echad Le'bo'el. One is, she becomes Esther to her husband, until things can be clarified. In other words, she comes... Another one of them is a teacher. She becomes usher to the suspected paramour. And the third, the echad le truma. That even if she's like a bas Cohen and, and he's a Cohen, she becomes puzzled from eating truma. Divrei Rabbi Akiva. We boxed Rabbi Akiva. That's what Rabbi Akiva does with those three terms. Kama. I'm Rabbi Shmuel. We also boxed Rabbi Shmuel. Now, it's really not going to be clear where Rabbi Shmuel is coming from. It doesn't sound like he's commenting on something that Rabbi Kiva said, although the Bryce is bringing him as a comment on Rabbi Kiva. So says Rabbi Shmuel, oh, it's a Kalvachimer. Now, what Kalvachimer is Rabbi Shmuel bringing? Again, it seems like there's minimal, if any, connection between him and Rabbi Kiva was saying. Says Rabbi Shmuel, Uma Grusha Shimu Teres Latruma if you have a woman who's divorced, who's, let's say, a Bas Kohen, and she has no children, she can go back to eating Shuma, Asura Likahuna, but yet she's forbidden as a Grusha to marry a Kohen, Zu, then this woman, Shasura Vitruma, who's forbidden to have Truma, Enoidin, not all the more so that she would be Asura to marry a Kohen. All right, we'll have to see in the Gemara why, what exactly Rabbi Shmuel is referring to here, like why is Rabbi Shmuel saying this? Semicolon. At this point, the Brisa continues with um, a new issue. Uh, if you read through the Pesukim, when you get to Pasuk Yud Dalet, it, it states things in very definitive terms. It says she went into, she was warned not to go into, she was the Kinui, there was the Stira, and then in Yud Dalet, at the beginning of Pasuk Yud Dalet, it says, Vehinitma, and she was, Tama, like she had the adulterous affair. Comma. And a few words later in the Pasuk, in Yodalit, it says, She did not have the affair. Now, those sound like very definitive possibilities. And therefore, the Brisa continues and says, If she did have the affair, and she did have the uh, sexual intercourse with that man, Lama says, why is she even drinking? Like, we know she's guilty. It shouldn't even be a Sota case. On the other hand, which I also underline, If she didn't, Lama Mashka, why is she even going through it and having her drink? So what is exactly the Pasuk? Now, I think we already know, but Magid Lecha Kasuv, what the Pasuk is trying to tell you in Pasuk Yudalit is that we don't know. What do you do when you don't know? Is something still mutter or is it us? Well, in this case, we don't know. Was she intimate with that guy in Yichu? Was she not? Shehasafik, in this case, would be Asura. She's forbidden until we can clarify the issue. Now, Kama, Mikan, from here, you could use that logic. Mikan, uh, atadan lesheretz to a uh, dead creepy crawly, a dead uh, sheretz, and it goes like this. We're going to learn from Sota, make a kavachomer to sheretz. Colon uma saita, I squeal and saita, just like a woman who is unfaithful to her husband, 
Shaloi asaba. We do not, in that case, say shoygig is like mazin or is rasan. Now, let's say shoygig mazin would be you had, for whatever reason, you had a husband and he was uh, uh, sleeping in a bed and there were two ladies there. One was his wife, one was some other guy's wife, and he slept with her. That That's not going to make her usher to her husband if he's a coin return and so to. And also, ones kerasan. We don't say that if a woman was raped, that she's forbidden to her husband, like if she willingly engages in relations with some guy other than her husband. Yet, here, in the case of Sota, where we don't know what happened, it's a suffix, yet we're saying she's forbidden to us or making it like a vadai, comma, then when it comes to sheretz, I squiggle underline sheretz, we really don't care if the person accidentally touched the sheretz, if the sheretz uh, purposely touched it, if he was forced to touch it, if he willingly touched it, not all the more so, she asked by suffix that we should make a case of suffix in the sheretz, kevadai, as though it's a vadai case. So when you don't know, I don't know, maybe uh, there was contact with the sheretz, maybe there wasn't, we'll have to assume that there wasn't, it would be tame. Kama, umimokaim, she and from the place that you're coming, since you're going to learn that we will be metam and misafek, and we're learning that from Sota, well, let's continue the limud, colon. Ma Sota, just like Sota, we know the Sota case is, there has to be kinu and stira. Stira, by definition, means they went into a hidden place like a rishusa yachid. Ma Sota, rishusa yachid, by the way, if she was seen in public talking to that guy, that, that's not stira. Stira, by definition, is in rishusa yachid. So, too, the sheretz case, where we have this suffix tuma, did the sheretz come into contact with it? Did it not? Af sheretz, it's in rishusa yachid. Kama. And also, ma soita, what's the case of a sota? Human beings. We're dealing with people you can ask. Hey, what happened? Ma soita, it's dealing with a davar shiesh boy da'as lishal. It's an issue where there is a human being there. You can ask, hey, like, uh, what happened? Uh, of sheretz, so to the case of sheretz, is a case where it's a davar sheesh by das lishoel. Um, hey, uh, did that sheretz uh, touch that thing? Did it not touch that thing? Did it touch you? Did it not touch you? Uh, that has to be the case. Now, the person could say, when you ask, did it touch or not touch? I don't know. But at least there has to be a, a human being there that you could ask who could answer one way or another or just say he doesn't know. Kama. Umikan Amru, from here they said, we're going to refer back to this uh, Umikan Amru a little bit later. Let's put an arrow on the margin pointing down. We're going to have to get to about two-thirds of the way down, Haftes Amud Aleph, to have the corresponding arrow. Let's actually put that corresponding arrow in now. If you count up about 10, 11 lines, first word on the line is Lemigmar Misoit. I put the corresponding arrow in the margin there uh, between the Gemara and the Rashi pointing up. In any event, Mikan Amru, this Brisa concludes and says from here we see A and B. A, davar sheyesh boy das If this case we're not sure is a situation where there's like a human being you can ask uh, what happened, then If the issue which you're not sure about took place in rishus hayachid sveikai, you have to assume tame. Rishus harabim though, if it took place out in the open and everyone was there and could see sveikai, the case of sveikai would be tahor. However. B, she'ain by shall. If the situation is there's no human beings there, in other words, in, in inanimate objects, maybe a dead sheretz and some other things, but no people were there, bain brishusayachid or even brishusarabim, sfeik will always be tahor. That's the end of a very long Tanaic source. Now, the first thing that Gemara is going to do is point out it doesn't seem that there's really any connection between what Yishmo was talking about. If you flip back to Amud Aleph, about eight, nine lines from the bottom, like, well, how is Rabbi Shmuel saying anything back to Rabbi Akiva? The Gemara asks really two questions. Uh, first, Rabbi Shmuel, comma, Amar Rabbi Akiva Truma, Umahadu Le'i Kahuna. 
Right? Rabbi Kiva said that the third one, the third venitma'ah, was teaching us about an iser truma, that if they were kohanim up until that point, now they can't eat truma. And Rabbi Shmuel came back with something talking about marrying a kohen. That seemingly has nothing to do with uh, one another. Kama visu. And further, a second uh, issue that the Gemara points out, Le Rabbi Akiva, who didn't mention anything about kahuna, well, where would he know that from? Kahuna minole. Where would he know that, let's say in the case of a sota, we don't know what happened, and then like the couple's going to Jerusalem, and then the, the husband gets hit by a bus and dies. Normally, a woman who is a widow can marry a Kohen, but how do we know that there would be an Isser for her then to go and marry a Kohen after this? Now, if you want to try to say v'chitema kehuna loitzrichakra, that according to Rabbi Kiva, actually doesn't need a Pasuk, because like Mamela, we would say that she is also because the Pasuk already told us by Sota that it's a suffix, we're going to view it as a vadai, so we'll view it as a vadai, shari asaba suffix zoina kezoina, well, then why would we need a pasuk according to Rabbi Kiva for truma? Clearly, he says we need one for truma, even though we're looking at the case as though something definitely happened. Well, if we know something definitely happened, then we won't even need a pasuk for truma. Truma nami loiti ikra, shari asaba suffix zoina kezoina. So on the one hand, Rabbi Kiva seems to indicate you need a pasuk to say there'd be asaba for truma, but then once you also need a pasuk to say there would be an iser, or a necessity to tell us where would he know that uh, she cannot marry a Kohen from? Ella, the Rabbi Akiva, I squiggle underline this Ella Rabbi Akiva, and two lines later I squiggle underline Rabbi Yishmael, and the Mitzvah the next year will pick up with uh, a little bit of clarity of uh, what's going on with Rabbi Yishmael and Rabbi Akiva. Adkan.